Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 203 of the podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I'm talking about the Lakers firing head coach, Frank Vogel. The Lakers have fired Vogel after going 33 and 49 and missing the postseason. And yes, at the beginning of this season, if you told me the Lakers would miss the postseason, I would tell you it was an absolute failure. But what I won't say is it's Frank Vogel. Vogel's fault. In three seasons with the team, Vogel had a 127-98 record and won an NBA championship. I've said this before on the podcast. The reason I don't blame Vogel is because the roster was filled with players, although great, have all peaked. A great NBA roster should be a mix of proven veterans and players on the rise. And the Lakers had no players who were on the rise. Instead, they had proven veterans who were aging out of the league. Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, Rajon Rondo before he was traded. And then you have the issue that is Russell Westbrook, who is no longer the guy capable of winning an MVP. And while I don't think he was great, I also think the point of bringing him in was to play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And that never really got to happen because those two players were often injured this past season, especially Davis. It was also said by by Magic Johnson recently on ESPN that LeBron chose Russell Westbrook over DeMar DeRozan. And I am one of the people who think the Lakers would have been way better with a big free of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and DeMar DeRozan than they were with Russell Westbrook. Vogel did not pick Westbrook. LeBron did. Another reason why I'm siding with Vogel and not the Lakers is because that is what they paid for. He won a championship with a team with a short window to win. And they did that. And in the process, they let go of a lot of young players. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingham, Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell. The list goes on and on. And it worked out. You won. But you knew you mortgaged the future. You not winning now is not Frank Vogel's fault. How the Lakers roster was built this year was ridiculous in the first place. The type of players you should pair with LeBron and AD are lethal three-point shooters. Think about LeBron's time in Miami. He won with Mike Miller, Shane Battier, and Ray Allen. These knockdown shooters. This Lakers team seriously lacks those shooters. The Lakers as a team shot less than 35% from behind the arc. Two of the best players shot less than 30%. Westbrook shot 29% and took about four three-pointers a game. And Anthony Davis shot an abysmal 18% from free. He was once solid for a big man shooting frees. Now he's an unreliable shooter. They did have Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, and Avery Bradley, who were decent shooters this past season, but they are not Kyle Korver or the other great shooters LeBron has played with. I think there's one move that would clearly make the Lakers better in both the short term and the long term, and that is to trade for Bradley Beal. But how do they trade for Bradley Beal? They don't have any assets the Wizards would want, but if Bradley Beal could force his way to the Lakers then I think this team could turn it around because Bradley Beal would be both younger and the lethal three-point shooting this team desperately needs. The Lakers need to get a guy on the roster who can win games when LeBron and AD miss games, and Bradley Beal is one of the only stars out there who are capable of doing that. Maybe if they got Dame Lillard, again, I don't see Dame Lillard wanting to be a Laker. I don't know. Maybe that's what's going to happen here. Maybe Portland swaps with the 
Lakers and they get Westbrook. I don't know how this is going to all play out, but the Lakers desperately need a third star, and I think it should be Bradley Beal. How are they going to get Bradley Beal? I have no idea. What I do know is if you run it back with Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, you are going to face the exact same type of results. I don't think those three players fit well together. LeBron and AD absolutely do. I don't think Russell Westbrook is the ideal star for this trio. Looking back at the Lakers, I do think that is the dumbest thing about them, is they don't have really good three-point shooting to go with LeBron and AD. They don't have a Joe Harris-type player. I mean, they won the NBA Finals because they had a guy like Danny Green who could hit a clutch three-pointer when you needed him to the most. They also had Jared Dudley and Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Like, you don't even need to get a guy like Bradley Beal. You just need to get knockdown three-point shooting. That's what the Lakers need this offseason. Go after some guys. They don't necessarily need to be star players. Get guys who can knock down threes. Think about this. The Lakers basically replaced Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, and Dennis Schroeder with Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, and Dwight Howard. Three young, reliable players with aging Hall of Famers. Montrez Harrell was a sixth man of the year. Dennis Schroeder is very good when he's just being a role player. And Kyle Kuzma is a nice young player. I don't love Kyle Kuzma. I think he thinks he's a way better basketball than he actually is. But I do think he was kind of good on that Lakers team that won the NBA Finals. The Lakers had one of the worst off-seasons in the history of basketball. None of those moves paid off at all. Because you needed Russell Westbrook to play better than all three of those players you traded him away for. I mean, basically, that's what you did. You wanted Russell Westbrook to be your starting point guard over Dennis Schroeder. He wasn't better than Dennis Schroeder. You needed him to be better than both Montrez Harrell and Kyle Kuzma, and he wasn't. I know it's super easy to look back in hindsight and say this was never going to work out, but I never really did feel good about this Lakers team, and I really do like Russell Westbrook. I know he's become the most polarizing player in the NBA today. I mean, some people love the guy for the triple doubles. I don't care that you got 10 of the stats three times. I don't care about triple doubles. I just think Russell Westbrook has issues when it comes to winning. The same way we all feel about James Harden is the way I feel about Russell Westbrook. I don't think he is a winning player. I think he's a guy who at the end of the day puts up really good stats, but he's not going to help you win an NBA championship. I just don't think he should be one of the main players you're going to rely on if you're going to win a chip. He's going to be a future Hall of Famer and he deserves to be. He's put up the stats. He's a great player. I don't think he's a winning player. Let's talk about LeBron James and all this because rightfully or wrongfully, LeBron will forever be viewed as a coach killer, especially in the later part of his career after Miami. He's had David Blatt who went to the NBA Finals, Luke Walton who I agree was not a very good coach and now Frank Vogel fired. And I'll say this, if LeBron James wanted Frank Vogel to stay as his head coach, he would be. That's a fact, not an opinion. And do you know why Magic Johnson isn't viewed as a coach killer after he got Paul Westhead fired? Because he had a connection with Pat Riley. That's what LeBron James is missing. He doesn't have that Pat Riley guy. I mean, the longest stretch of a coach who has lasted with LeBron is six years, and that was Mike Brown. And I don't know if I'm crazy for thinking this, but LeBron James would have won more than two rings since he 
left Miami, if he stayed with the Miami Heat, I think Eric Spolstra was the guy who was going to be able to last a long time coaching LeBron James. I mean, we can all admit for as good as LeBron is, he brings a lot of chaos to the basketball teams he's on because there's a lot of pressure for them to be very good. And it sometimes feels like LeBron is the boss of the coach, not the other way around. Like LeBron gives off that vibe of he doesn't want a Phil Jackson or Greg Popovich type to get all of the credit for his team's winning. He wants to be one of the biggest reasons the team wins and he wants to have a lot of control on the team. I really do wonder sometimes if LeBron is doing himself a disservice by going through all of these head coaches. Michael Jordan had Phil Jackson. That's why he has six championships because you go through so much chaos when you go through head coach after head coach. You don't get any consistency. Yes, LeBron James is great. He's won, what, four NBA titles? But I think he'd have six if he stayed in Miami with Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra could have become his Pat Riley. So now the question moving forward is, are the Lakers going to hire who LeBron wants to play for, or are they going to hire the best candidate? I've come to the conclusion it doesn't matter who coaches this team unless there's significant improvement made to this roster. If you just run it back with LeBron Westbrook and Anthony Davis, I think the same results are going to continue to happen because you cannot rely on these guys to remain healthy and play 82 games of a basketball season. You can't even rely on Anthony Davis to play at least 65 games next season. He seems to have recurring health issues. And I can say age is the biggest issue on the Lakers, but Anthony Davis is only 29 years old, yet he only played in 40 games last season, and LeBron is 37 and played in 54. Moving forward, the Lakers need Anthony Davis to play in more games than LeBron James. It should be backwards, the other way around. You need Anthony Davis. You gave him a massive contract. The future of the Lakers is in the hands of Anthony Davis. If he can turn it around and remain healthy, then the franchise looks good moving forward. If he continues to be the guy who gets hurt and can only play in 40 games, then the Lakers are in a really bad spot because let's play out this worst case scenario for the team. If Anthony Davis is injury prone for the rest of this contract, nobody is going to want to trade for that contract and you'll be left with an injury prone Anthony Davis. And by the end of this contract, LeBron James will likely be retired or playing with his son Bronny somewhere else. Getting back to Vogel, I hope he gets a job fast if that's what he wants. I think the Lakers have done him dirty. They did not give him a good enough roster to survive more than half a season without Anthony Davis. Especially on the defensive side of the basketball. I mean, Dwight Howard is a Hall of Fame defensive player. He's won numerous Defensive Player of the Year awards. He is no longer that guy. He is no longer a difference maker on an NBA roster. He's still a decent rebounder, but he is not the Defensive Player of the Year Dwight Howard who can fill in for Anthony Davis. He's not that guy. And I know there are basketball fans out there that really like Kyle Horton Tucker. He's a role player. This Lakers team was going to come down to is LeBron James and Anthony Davis healthy by the end of the season? And basically, neither of them were. So that's why this didn't work out. Tell me how this is Frank Vogel's fault. I've heard this idea on television a few times. Well, the Lakers should have put Westbrook on the bench and made him their sixth man so he could play without LeBron and AD. He basically played a ton of games 
without either LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and he wasn't very good in those games either. With or without AD, Westbrook was not very good last season. And the other major flaw is who are the Lakers going to play at point guard if they were going to bench Russell Westbrook? Yes, you could play LeBron at the point guard spot, but you don't have a guy to replace Russell Westbrook with in the starting lineup. Yes, Malik Monk was very good for the Lakers last year, but come on, he's not going to start over Russell Westbrook. Also, this team was not good enough defensively to survive Anthony Davis playing only 40 games. They let Alex Caruso go, one of the better defensive point guards in the NBA, and they let Contavious Caldwell-Pope go, who is a very good one-on-one NBA defender. The issue with the Lakers roster is how the roster was built, not the coaching. I don't think this Lakers team underperformed based on what's on the roster. If you told me at the beginning of the season, LeBron was only going to play 54 games and Anthony Davis was only going to play in 40, then I would tell you the Lakers are probably only going to win 30-something or so games. And that's what they won. They won 33 games. We shouldn't be that surprised. And this isn't Frank Vogel's fault. And I'm not naive. I get it. This is what has happened since the beginning of the NBA or all of sports for that matter. When a team underperforms in our eyes, the teams will put the blame on the head coach and people won't think that much about it because it's Frank Vogel, a good, not great coach. If I had to name the three biggest problems on the Lakers, Vogel wouldn't make the list. Number one, age. Number two, health of LeBron and AD. And number three, Russell Westbrook was a bad fit. None of those three things Frank Vogel had any control over whatsoever. So again, how is he to blame for the Lakers' failures this past season? He's not. That's the simple answer. He should still be the head coach of the LA Lakers. The future of the Lakers should be trying to make LeBron the main passer on the team, not the main scorer. LeBron scored 30 points per game this past season, and they missed the postseason. When he led the entire NBA with over 10 assists per game in 2020, you know what happened? They won the NBA championship, and that year, Anthony Davis led the Lakers in scoring. The less of the scoring load James has to carry, the better the team will be. Next season, LeBron should average about 22 to 25 points per game. If he has to average 30 points per game just for the Lakers to remain relevant, then they are still in serious trouble. This might also be a bold statement, but I also don't blame Lakers president Rob Palenka. Should he be blamed because his stars wanted Russell Westbrook and he gave them Russell Westbrook? So LeBron James and Anthony Davis wanted to play with Russell Westbrook at the beginning of the offseason and he made it happen. LeBron had the control and he made it happen. He wanted Russell Westbrook as his teammate. In this age of player empowerment in the NBA, it's wild that the media and these teams are still blaming the head coach. If we give LeBron James all the credit for winning, which we do, then I think we need to start blaming the players for when it all doesn't work out. Not one person who thinks Frank Vogel should have been fired has given me a good enough reason as to why Frank Vogel should have been fired. What was his options this past season? Was he really supposed to bench Russell Westbrook? There would have been way too much media attention around that. And oh, by the way, Russell Westbrook made $44 million last year. I know that's a massive number 
remember, you're not going to bench that guy. You're not going to put that guy on the bench and not have him in the starting lineup. He's making $44 million. Sometimes the money does matter. He had to keep playing Russell Westbrook because for a lot of the time, he was without Anthony Davis and for a portion of the time, he was without LeBron James. And I also have something to say about Russell Westbrook coming out and saying he didn't get along with Frank Vogel. What I'll say to that, Russell, is Frank Vogel stayed with you when a lot of other coaches would have benched you for your bad play. I get it. Maybe you and Frank Vogel did not vibe, but you could at least do him the courtesy of not criticizing him on his way out the door because he didn't diss you once to the media while you were having your worst season in the NBA since maybe your rookie season. Russell Westbrook was not very good for the Lakers. It was the elephant in the room, how bad he was at times, and not once did Frank Vogel publicly diss Russell Westbrook. We've gotten to a place in the NBA where a head coach can't say a bad word about a player, but a player can diss that coach while he's being fired from the team he's on? I mean, that's ridiculous. I think Frank Vogel deserves better. Maybe him and Westbrook really didn't get along, but Russell Westbrook should just keep that to himself because, again, Frank Vogel did not say one word to the media about how bad Russell Westbrook was all year long. Vogel was professional in the midst of all of the chaos. I mean, remember all the nonsense that happened with the Lakers this past season. I mean, LeBron's more excited about the thought of playing with his son than getting the Lakers to the postseason. I mean, that's a real knock on LeBron James. Then you have LeBron saying that the best executive in all of basketball is Oklahoma City GM Sam Presti, not a member of the LA Lakers. I mean, there was some real nonsense happening with the Lakers this past season, and Frank Vogel remained a professional. He didn't call anyone out during all the nonsense. At the end of that chaotic season, I don't think it's fair to say that the guy that needs to go is Frank Vogel, because he wasn't your problem. There were so many outside noise happening within that organization, and Frank Vogel didn't cause any of it. Russell Westbrook did, LeBron James did, Frank Vogel did not. If next season LeBron plays in 70 games and Anthony Davis plays in 70 games and the Lakers miss the postseason, then yes, you can fire Frank Vogel all you want. Because if a coach can't win with those two players playing that amount of games and make it to the postseason, he deserves to be fired. But in no way should a coach be pressured to make the postseason when Anthony Davis plays in only 40 games and LeBron plays in 54. No one was going to do great on that Lakers team last season. Frank Vogel was not preventing this Lakers team from winning an NBA championship. Outside noise and a bad roster were the reasons the Lakers did not live up to their full potential. I also don't agree with a lot of people that this is now a bad NBA job. I think there are tons of people who want to coach LeBron James and Anthony Davis. The downside is, if things don't go your way, you're going to be the scapegoat of it all. So yeah, maybe the Lakers will get Quinn Schneider to go away from the Utah Jazz. But you know what Quinn Schneider has with the Utah Jazz? He has job security. With the Lakers, that could be in jeopardy. And that's what I would warn any coach who wants this job. You will be the one they blame at the end of the day because they've set that precedent. Luke Walton goes out the door. Frank Vogel wins an NBA championship. Yet, two years later, he's fired. That's what the Lakers are moving forward. 
they will blame the coach before they blame the actual roster or the players on it. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday. So please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>